afternoon. I'm here today with Professor Owusu, who is Director at the Center for Climate Change and Sustainability Studies at the University of Ghana. Ahead of COP28, we wanted to uh, catch up with you and ask you a few questions. Apart from rising sea levels affecting coastal settlements, what are the main climate change impacts that cities in Ghana should prepare for, based on your knowledge? I think that um, in Ghana, the coastal cities have a lot to think about beyond the uh, erosion and and so on, sea level rise, because um, the daunting challenges faced by most of the Ghanaian cities, especially those along the coast, and even scraping inland, is flooding. So, as you said, flooding is really exacerbated by uh, lack of strict enforcement and compliance with uh, uh, ordinances in the city. And so people put up structures occasionally where it's not supposed to be. Um, the receptors, be it wetlands, marshes, mangroves, are being built over and decimated. So flooding is a major concern in urban centers. Um, for some work we have done in the past, a little bit of an issue coming in with climate change is also wind intensity. And, and with that, it's also part of the system's resilience. So it's, it's not too much winds in terms of what you experience in the mid and higher latitudes, but because structures are weak nowadays, when the winds have become a little stronger as a result of climate change, there is a lot of damage to property in the urban setting. So that is one of the things that we should worry about. The last but not the least that I foresee is also water issues, water availability. So, uh, and the story of climate change in the, uh, our part of the world is systems dynamics. So as at now, we don't have very effective means of supplying water to these major cities. And then with climate change, probably not reforming uh, aquifers that people depend on for groundwater and so on. The future of our cities will be threatened by water availability. So that's something city planners should really focus on as well. So given all that, what does Ghana then hope to achieve at COP28? In your opinion, are there major issues that should be the focus of discussions? Ghana's main focus at COP28, among other things, is to uh, ensure, or Ghana would like to see an immediate oper operationalization of the lost and damaged fund. Uh, how, what are the mechanisms? How do you assess such monies for local preparedness? And link to that, part of the discussion where Ghana is also interested is uh, what will they search a fund, even if it's operationalized, what will it cover? Will it allow us to build system resilience in our cities, as you asked me about? So first and foremost, uh, Ghana's uh, prioritization is to see the uh, loss and damage fund operationalized. Um, secondly, Ghana is also very much 
uh, an international player and is so much interested in seeing global stock taking so that we will be uh, aware of where we are uh, in terms of global commitments and emission levels in individual countries, uh, making up the global situation to have a fair and equitable assessment so that we can fully implement the Paris uh, Agreement. Last but not the least, as I, I dialogue with policymakers, uh, they also want more ambitious targets to be able to meet a 1.5 uh, levels in the future. Because Ghana doesn't believe that with what is committed now, we'll be able, as many people have identified. So redoubling efforts to be able to meet global targets is what Ghana really looks forward to seeing in COP28. Are there notable climate actions at the local or national level in Ghana that could serve as promising examples for others to learn from uh, ahead of COP28? Yes, um, uh, Ghana has done a lot with regeneration of degraded landscapes. And so there are a lot of issues with uh, investment in building uh, uh, and enhancing vulnerable landscapes. So. Uh, a lot of uh, reclaiming of land in terms of forests that have been degraded, uh, in terms of um, uh, agricultural support for farmers uh, in a program called the Ghana Shared Landscape Program, where uh, greening of degraded forests is done through the Forestry Commission uh, inputs uh, that will help farmers to adapt are uh, given to farmers and supporters. So these are some of the clear initiatives uh, Ghana is supporting, which I think can be upskilled uh, in other places as well. Drawing on your own expertise, what nature-based solutions can African cities implement for increased resilience in urban farming and a positive impact on food security? African cities are really behind in, in terms of urban uh, agriculture and food security, have always relied mostly on the hinterland to supply that. But even that, the supply chain has challenges, transportation, refrigeration. I mean, it's very little to talk about there. Because in the cities, is, uh, as I said, zonation has always been a problem. How do you properly zone the city to reserve places that can be tapped into for different purposes. Uh, that regulation has not been there. So uh, a lot of, to be able to do that will be going back and do restoration, for instance. So, I mean, in Accra, we have a challenge of um, people encroaching on wetlands, on reserves, on green spaces. So I, I, I always... As, a, uh, as an academic, tell my student that one of the vulnerability of uh, Africa to climate change is the fact that uh, the other systems that have to be in place are already not there. I mean, how water supply to uh, people doing urban agriculture is, is non-existent. Uh, so can we do that? And then you see a huge jump from traditional farming to hydroponics to greenhouse farming and all that. So there is a disconnect. So I think that for effective solution, 
the the cities have to reconnect with the bases and 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 support the system dynamics coastal cities come and see what the mangroves are being degraded cut for firewood but the carbon stocks in these mangroves are really very high and there are some things uh, something that needs to be valued and protected so if we talk about ecosystem-based adaptation in the city in general to avoid the flooding and food security, I think regeneration is something we need to really look at and to revitalize the cities. Professor, thank you very much. You are welcome.